I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Number four. Is this four? Here's another lesson. Hope I don't get in no trouble tonight. Here's another lesson that you should have learned, but I'm going to teach you tonight. You got to manage, listen to me, you got to manage this masculine energy you got. Now, now listen, and I'm not saying that a woman having masculine energy is, is necessarily a bad thing. Because I believe, you know, masculine energy basically is just that energy that says, okay, I got it. Let me, let me handle it. I got it. And I think kings are attracted to queens who have that kind of energy that she, she has the aptitude and the wherewithal to say, I got it. Let me handle it. You know, I'll, I'll take care of this. I think kings are attracted to that. But at the same time, kings are not attracted to queens who don't know how to, who don't know when to exercise that kind of energy and don't know how to rel- rel- relinquish it and let the king be the king. See, now there's a reason you have this out of balance, dysfunctional masculine energy as a man. And, and you know, dudes don't like to hear me say this, but it boils down to the father wound where the father wasn't present. So because the father wasn't present, active in the home, The daughter grew up, you know, without the guidance of a father. But more importantly, the son never learned how to be a man. So now the son grows up and he he's 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 of grown man age. But emotionally, he's still a toddler. And so he develops these relationships that he forfeits on because mama raised the son. And now the son got female feminine energy. He doesn't want to take responsibility for nothing. He want to be kept. He want a woman to take care of him. Uh, the daughters watch mama do everything. Mama was the boss. Mama was the protector. Mama was the provider. So now the daughter is raised up with masculine energy. The son is raised up with feminine energy. And now they go off into the world. And so now she's trying relationships, but in most cases, the men fail. They don't want to work. They don't want to take care. They don't want to provide. They don't want to lead. They don't want to be faithful. They don't want to provide an environment where her feminine nature, which is a nature to what? Just relax and trust and allow the man to be the man. You've been conditioned by broken men to not trust the process. And so all you've ever known is I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. Well, it's great that God has graced you to be able to do it because a lot of cases men are not present to do it. But but you've got to know when to shift hats. 
especially if if you get a man in your life that has the, the you know, just the semblance of a king, you, you can't approach that relationship with masculine energy. You're going to destroy it. So it means that you have to stop and process, you know, you, 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 okay, let me show you how this works. You know, the man driving you, he's trying to get out the car to come around, open the door. You jumped out the car and all this kind of thing. The man trying to open the door for you, walking ahead of the man, you open the door for yourself and all of this kind of thing. Here, you know, walking all ahead of the man, walking all fast. You got you to learn how to pay attention to that behavior, identify it for what it is. Now, it's, it's, it's cool to have that masculine energy to a certain extent in corporate America. To a certain extent, it's cool to have it. You know, if you got your own business, when you got to call shots, that's cool. But when you leave, when you leave that job and if you're trying to embrace a relationship with a real man, you got to learn how to chill. You, you got to learn how to chill. And, and I'm afraid that more than a few women have run off good men because kings are not attracted to a, a, <laughs> a woman that's masculine all the time. A king needs a woman that knows how to step in if she needs to. But for the most part, he needs a woman that knows how to fall back into that feminine energy and let him be the man. Don't tell him, oh, I hear something in the backyard. And there you running, you know, you, 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 you got the bat and you out in the yard, left a man. Come on, what's, what's up with this here? See, and, and this speaks to knowing how to bring your strong takeover personality under control when necessary. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you need to lose that part of you that has made you successful. No, it serves you. It serves you. It definitely serves you. But you got to learn how to take that hat off sometime and put on put on your feminine because it's in there. You got to learn how to put on your feminine, especially when you're trying to embrace a relationship. Listen to what the Bible says in Matthew 5 and 5. It says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Why did I read that text? Because he uses the term meek. And you know what the term meek speaks of? It does not speak too weak. A meek person is one who is strong, but learns how to temper that strength in certain moments. And as a woman, you're going to have to learn how to temper that masculine strength that the world has forced you to develop and allow your feminine to come forth. Practice being feminine. All right. Number five, you got to know when you are making choices and I'm done. You, you, You should have learned this long ago. You got to know when you are making choices with your flesh. You got to know, you got to know when you are making choices with your flesh. Lisa, I need this phone number, babe. You got to know when you are making choices with your flesh. You have made especially relational choices. You have made choice after choice after choice with your flesh. A lot of you have never even graduated to making relational decisions cognitively with your intellect. And most of you know nothing about making relational choices with your spirit. 
where you're directed and you're discerning. You're directed by the Holy Spirit and you're discerning a person. Most of you keep making the same mistake of choosing men with your flesh. If he look good, if he look, ooh, he fine, ooh, he fine. They got more fine demons than you can shake a stick at. And you keep picking up, bringing them home. Because you have not learned. You got to know when you are making choices with your flesh. Right now, some of you are considering people. And when you really stop and pray about this and think about it, you are driven by nothing but your flesh. You haven't prayed. You haven't thought. You are driven by nothing but your flesh. Galatians 6. Is my wife somewhere? Can you hear me, Lisa? In Galatians 6, 7, and 8 says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. If you keep sowing to your flesh, you're going to keep getting a flesh harvest. I was trying to get Lisa to give me the phone number so I could take a couple of calls. Would you, uh, Lee, would you put it on the screen? Uh, I don't know if you can, you sh- I don't know if you can pin it, but give me the number, Lee, if you can. I have, I have a phone that um, I use for my prayer time. And I just want to, I want to just take a couple of calls just to see what you all, see what y'all think about what we're talking about tonight. Uh, what is, what is the number, Lee? Hold on one second. Y'all be patient. Y'all, uh, I'm about to say if you too fine, I get skeptical. I'll be judging people now, but make certain. Yeah, you, but you should be, you should pause. Okay. Let's see. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm calling in from your live. All right. And where are you calling from? Um, New Orleans. Oh, you calling from my hometown? Well, look. What do you think about what we're talking about? Um, I think everything is really informative as far as things that I should have probably known in my early twenties that you're telling me now in my early thirties. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, it's just like a, a mind opener on how it's simple. My connection broke. Are you still there, dear? She was saying something good, too. Are you still there? Are you still there, dear? Hello? Can you hear me, sweetheart? Okay, now what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying how I'm listening to you, even with the starting with the father-daughter talk. Um, just as, in my early 30s, just hearing everything now, I just really wish somebody would have set me down, even in my late teens and early 20s, and just told me all of these things. Well, I believe... And as far as with the woman... Uh-huh. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening to you. 
with the women with the masculinity, like I, I myself play that role, and I know so many women, like friends, family members, because we didn't have that male figure in our lives growing up, and there's some things that, like, and I'm, I mean, it's embarrassing to say now, but I'm going to say, like, I remember I was dating a guy, and I was getting out to pump my own gas while he mm-hmm. sat in my car. Mm-hmm. So just things like that that you don't think about then and you're thinking about now, like, wow, like... yeah. And and I'm glad that you're hearing this and I'm glad that you're receiving it and taking it to heart because this is how you have to live your life as a woman. You have to live from a position of wisdom. And so thank you for calling me. And I'm I'm so glad to be able to talk with you, sweetheart. Thank you for calling me. Thank you. God bless you. Hello. Hello. Let's see. Yes. Who am I speaking with? My name is Tammy. Where are you calling from, Tammy? From Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Okay. What do you think about what we're talking about tonight? Uh, I feel like you're just talking to me because this me. Like I went out with my um, dentist. We went on a date. And um, when he came and got me, I let him open the door for me. But when we got to the restaurant, I got out. He was like, and then he was looking at me like I was crazy. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You then see, when we left the restaurant, he walked ahead of me that way I won't open up the door. Uh-huh. So I, it, it, it's like every time like my, I go to therapy and my transportation, they come pick me up. And it's like, they get out the car and open up the door for me and I walk around to it. And I'm like, I got it. That's all right. I got it. But I need to let them do it. That's exactly right. That's exactly I'm right. I'm so used to doing it for myself. Well, it's great that you can do it for yourself, but if you're going to be in the dating yeah. world, you don't want a feminine man that will let you do it. A real man is not comfortable with letting you do certain things, and that's that's the main thing. I'm not saying to women that you need to relinquish your independence or your strength, but I am saying learn okay. how to shift gears. Thank you for calling me, sweetheart. Okay, bye. God bless you. Hello. Pastor Blake. Yes, yes. Who am I talking to? Where are you calling from? Hi, good evening. I'm calling from Southern California. Southern California. My God, my kind of weather. What do you think about our conversation tonight? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's definitely wonderful and, and just a constant reminder of how when we start to fall and slip away from where we're supposed to be, how the, the Holy Spirit can gently nudge us back into place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I pray that that's what the conversation is doing for you. Thank you so much for calling. All right. Thank thank you for giving awesome advice and um, and um, just always being a, a, a good sort of constant, stable force. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetheart. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good evening. Good evening. Who am I speaking with? Maybe I'm not speaking with anybody. Good evening. Who am I speaking with? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hi. My name is, my name is um, M. I just go by M. M. Where are you calling from, M? Oh, I'm calling from the DMV area, Maryland. Awesome stuff. What do you think about this conversation we're having tonight? I think it's blessed. I'm so thankful. I, I was so in shock that I got through. Um, it's, I just wanted the opportunity to tell you um, thank you 
um, you're a huge blessing to my life, you know. Um, wow. And I've uh, been going through a whole lot for the past couple of years, actually. Uh, had my husband uh, abandoned me, and I've been, re- you know, looking at a lot of your videos and uh, a lot of the coaches to try to get me through it. And um, I'm really learning a lot. Um, I had a lot of stuff missing in my youth um, coming up and how to develop into a healthy-minded female, and it just means very much to me. Well, let me say this before I let you go. Um, when processing ab- uh, processing abandonment by a person that you we loved or depended on or believed would fulfill a lifelong covenant, it's kind of like it's kind of like dealing with a death. You have to you have to feel it. You have to grieve it. Uh, you have to you know accept it, and then you have to lift your head up and you have to look into your future and chart your course as an individual again, finding your vision and not not memorializing the pain of the abandonment. You know, not making that the centerpiece of your life, but taking your personal vision and making that your focal point, making that the centerpiece of your life. And you will discover that the spirit of God will give you all of the energy you need to be able to move forward in your life. And all you should take from that past experience are the lessons. Leave the pain and the shame, take the lessons. And it will, it always makes you better and it always makes you stronger. Thank you for calling me tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you, dear. Good evening. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? My name is Mary Littleton. I'm calling from Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Mary, what do you think about this conversation we got going on tonight? I'm telling you, you are so on point. I have like, I started listening to you maybe like a year or two ago. I said, look at him. Where was he when I was going through all this stuff he's talking about? He done wrote a book about it, and I'm trying to tell, ask the Lord, okay, how am I supposed to tell this story about all this? And there you are. You're just putting it all out there in the limelight. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. He's just 20 years too doggone late. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late, girl. You, 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 you the right age to live your best life. I know I am. Yeah. I'm going to grad school, and I am uh, 57 years old. Yeah, well, you, you and, know. Um, you I know. don't care. I'm, I'm just. Listen. I just have said, go. The things you were talking about tonight, I wrote them down in my little book here. God grant me the serenity to accept things. I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know. The, the difference. What did you say? No, the, the difference. Lisa, somewhere around here in the house. Thank you for calling me, Mary. Yes, and I will continue to keep on looking and as God blesses me and continue on. I'd love to get those books and 
teach that at my church. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Email us and and maybe you and Lisa can talk about that. I'd love for it to happen. Thank you so much for all your work and for your service and God bless you. God bless you, dear. Good evening. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Wow. What do you think about this conversation we're having tonight? I think it is Oh, God. On point. Very informative. I should have had this information 30 years ago. And everything you said, I'm looking at me in the mirror. I'm that woman that's strong and always um, feeling I had to do it. I feel I need to do it. And I would allow the door opening and things like that. But I lost my parents at a very young age. My mom at 13. My dad. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I had to do it. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of hard to relinquish. And when you made the statement that some of you women have ran off good men or good husbands, and I think I may have with that strong personality. He's a very good person. And maybe because I was just, I mean, when you just listening to you tonight made me really reflect. And I'm thinking like, wow. And it's, it got me really, really thinking because my husband actually has asked for a divorce. And I'm trying to figure out, like, why? But listening to you, I'm like, well, maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I think you all probably may need to consider um, counseling. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is most women today have been uh, abandoned physically or emotionally by men, which which is the reason women have developed um, this dysfunctional strength, this this dysfunctional man-like strength is because it's it's been developed out of necessity. Like you telling us about your life, it's been by necessity and God has graced you to be as strong that you might survive. The, the, men, in, the men in your life uh, or in the lives of women like you will have to be deep enough to discern your uh, pain. You know, because I'm married to a woman that still struggles with masculine energy. You know, I, she still struggles. And I mean, she in the house, she still struggles with masculine energy, taking over. And, you know, we walking, she walking out in front of me and all this kind of thing. And I have to pull her back in. Sometimes she jumping out the car. She you won't let me get around to come and open the door for her. But I understood, I understood that she developed that kind of strength out of necessity. She was on her own as as a teenage girl because she was being molested at, at her home by her own father. So all she had ever known in life was that men were not dependable, men were dangerous, and that all I have is me. But God gave me the grace to see deeper than the surface. And so it's gonna require it's gonna require men that are spiritual in a sense. And men that are discerning to be able to see you for who you really are and to have the depth to be able to minister to you. Because it's not that it's not it is not the will of God that you lose your strength. I believe that that strength in you is the queen in you. But it's it's coming to the place where you're able to temper it and 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 use it accordingly, especially in the flow of relationships. Thank you so much for calling me. It's been good talking with you. 
All right. Thank you. God bless you, dear. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good evening. Hi, Pastor. Yes. Where are you calling from? Maryland. Maryland. What do you think about this conversation we're having tonight? I think it's phenomenal. You're always on point, though. So I bless God for you. I really do. And thank God that, you know, you're a man of integrity and that you are sharing and you are helping women. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So now where do you fit in the scheme of what we discussed tonight? Um, I am kind of just hoping that one day I'll be able to get strong enough in my um, ability as a woman to, you know, make decisions in relationships where I am taking control of my, of me, you know, like taking, taking, taking me first. I got you. Um, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Um, I'm 50, 51, going on 52, and still just in this cycle, you know, of relationships where I am allowing men to, uh, you know, put me through things that I shouldn't be going through. Yeah. And I just, I can't wait till I'm strong enough to, to, to handle those things. Absolutely. And I believe that, I believe that being able to say it is is a massive move forward. Being able to admit it, number one, being able to see it. Number two, being able to recognize that it's dysfunctional. Number three, being able to admit it and say it. I believe now you're in a position where uh, you're going to begin to see rapid progression in terms of your um, personal strength and 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 your ability to to value you um, without. Um, the attachment to anyone else or anyone else to you being able to value you and being able to appreciate you as a whole and complete uh, an entire value individually that even if even if choosing me means that uh, I will be alone I'm good with being alone you know you know what I'm saying because usually we we compromise ourselves when we fear that people will leave, we fear that people will leave because we feel that their presence produces a certain value in us, which is never true. No, no individual can come into your life and produce value in terms of what you're worth. They can bring their value and add their value to yours. And then together we can create something new. But I am who I am before I ever met you, before you ever met me. So I don't want to start preaching here, but I, I thank you for calling me and sharing sharing your heart. And I just want to say this as well, and I thank you too, and thank you to your wife, Lisa, you know, for being just kind and letting you be around for women. I also want to tell you that you are sent me your story. I'm the one who wrote the, I'm um, writing the book. I finished it. I finished it. Um, so drop out to Masters and your story's in there as a teen parent. So wow. I'll keep you in touch too. Wow. So that you can uh, you know, have your copy. <laughs> thank you for calling me. Wow. Thank hey, you. Nice to talk to you. We'll talk soon. Pleasure is mine. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye bye. Well, I think this is a format that will work for us. I, I, I kind of enjoy talking with you all, and I hope you got something out of this. Now, I know we could be talking for the next six hours. I already know that, but. Uh, I, I got to go to bed. I love y'all, but I'm a, I promise you I'm, I'm going to do it again. 
Um, listen, I need you all to go December 5th and 6th. We're having uh, the second part of Queenology 2.0, the training for reigning. And it's happening December 5th and 6th. Registration is open now. It's going to be cyber. And I need, I need y'all to blow that registration out of the water for me. You're going to start hearing a lot about it because, you know, we're down to the wire now about five, six weeks out. And I want to make certain that it is a massive success. That's going to be my last thing for 2020. But I need you all to help me to make it a massive success. I think registration is just $59 or something like that. But I need you to go to rcblakes.com and register for Queenology 2.0, the second part. And we're going to be dealing, some of the stuff that we talked about tonight is some of the stuff we're going to be dealing with. Uh, how, to, how, to, how to balance that feminine uh, energy. Um, you know, some of the same stuff we're talking about tonight is going to be two days, three sessions on Saturday, three sessions on Sunday, uh, totaling, you know, about four hours of, of content each day. So I need you to go to rcblakes.com and, and register for that. Thanks to all of you that sold into my life tonight. Uh, I need you all. We almost got a thousand. Oh, we do have a thousand likes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless y'all. I appreciate you. Uh, don't forget to stop by Amazon, pick up my books, online programs. Uh, you know, my online programs, I was talking to someone from another part of the world and they want my online programs and they were talking about how um, I'm how they can't believe I'm giving them away. You know, my my online programs are basically I'm, I'm basically giving them away at forty nine dollars. Literally, you know, I want you all to go in, you know, that transcending the father wound. It will help a lot of you who whose fathers were not present. Soul ties. Those of you that are in these bogus relationships, Queenology, Queenology 2.0, um, uh, wisdom for women in ministry, those of you that are preaching women, these things can really, 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 really help you. Uh, so don't, you know, don't sleep on it. RCBlakes.com, they're extremely affordable. I'm giving them away. People take those kinds of programs and they sell them for twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300. Mine, I put it where everybody can actually attain it. So I love y'all. I'm out for tonight and I will be back and we'll do this again. I can see that you all really like this and I think I enjoyed it more than anybody. Uh, Let me take one more before I go. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor Blake. Yes. Where are you calling from? New Jersey. New Jersey. What do you think about our conversation? to you. <laughs> I'm, I am very happy to make your acquaintance. I bet you're more excited to speak to you. What do you think about our conversation oh, and your tonight? Wife, and your beautiful wife. You're both such great examples. <laughs> and um, I just want to say something. When I was six years old, my mother was very, you know, tough and masculine. The culture had became that way, where they can do anything. Mm. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you know what? Yes, we have to be strong, and we and we have to be educated, and we have to learn how to manage our money, and we need to put some away. But at the same time, we have to find that it's okay to put that down when it's time to be a woman. You have to be a whole woman. It's okay to be feminine. 
Absolutely. You don't have to be ashamed of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you called so me. I've been listening to you for a long time now. And I, let me tell you, you are a great person. Thank Besides you. being a pastor, you're a great person that you chose to help women. The way that you do it is excellent. And you're so intelligent. And the Holy Spirit has filled you with wisdom. Wow. And Lisa is the most luckiest woman in the world that she found you. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think I'm more, more blessed that I found her. Uh, Lisa actually. Yes, you pull each other. Yeah, she pulls my whole life together. together. It's magic. She pulls my whole life together. Thank you for calling me. It's been a joy speaking with you tonight. God bless you God, and Lisa. God bless you, sweetheart. Good night. Okay. All right, my babies, I love you all. I have a great night. Um, man, this Sunday night thing might be our thing. I appreciate you all. This might be our thing on Sunday nights. God bless you. Uh, don't forget to all the things I just talked about and all the stuff I didn't think to talk about. I love y'all, and I'll talk to you real soon. Hopefully, I'll talk to you again this week before this week is over. God bless you. Have a great night. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.